Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in for our Advent series. Today we're talking with Bible teacher, author, and professor, Dr. Marina Hoffman, about hope for the holidays. Our inbox talk for this week comes from none other but our guest Marina, who only recently found out about Soul H2O Radio, and after filling out the forms to be on my show, sent a message and said, Sherry, I've been marathoning your podcast. I think you're a great Bible teacher and we'll have a fun, deep, and meaningful conversation. Boy, were you right, Marina. I can't wait for people to hear your interview. I hope you're taking time to download those Soul H2O journal pages to help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 88, along with information about our guest. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. It's about this time of year when people start questioning, what do you want for Christmas? I find it difficult to give people any sort of Christmas list because the reality is I have so much stuff. We all have so much. Dare I say too much stuff? I feel conflicted like Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes, struggling to make sense of the justice and injustices in our world and the haves and have nots, trying to enjoy what God has blessed me with and holding things loosely. I've read and I know that God doesn't have a problem with us having things as long as they don't have us. It just seems at this time of year that everyone around us is asking for something, but are we asking for the right things from the right person? Which makes me think of Jesus and his discussion with the Samaritan woman. Jesus had just made a pit stop in Samaria at the local watering hole, literally a well, not the neighborhood bar. He sits down and strikes up a conversation with the woman and asks her for a drink of water. It's a weird request from a Jewish man to a Samaritan woman, since Jews at that time wouldn't even use the same cups or bowls as a Samaritan, on top of the fact that Jewish men didn't just go up and talk to unknown women. Jesus moves from asking the Samaritan woman for something to reminding this daughter of her value and how God had a gift with her name on the tag, when in John 4.10, Jesus replied to her and said, If you only knew the gift God has for you, and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. I'm guessing somewhere along the line, this girl believed the lie that she didn't deserve to ask God for anything. Maybe our Samaritan sister felt unworthy to think that God would have something good for her. Maybe she felt God let her down, hadn't answered past prayers, and our girl just stopped asking. Because sometimes a lack of asking can be a lack of trust. Jesus told this broken girl how she needed to start expecting, to start hoping again, asking him for living water. He wanted her to ask for the right thing from the right source. So what are you asking for this Christmas? Do you need an injection of hope to believe that God has good gifts for you too? Just ask and you'll receive hope for the holidays.
I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things and to kind of bounce ideas around. And then also to hear from those who are listening because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Dr. Marina Hoffman is a Bible and theology professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University. She's an award-winning Bible scholar and dynamic speaker teacher who brings fresh insights to inspire readers to personally connect with the stories of the women in the Bible, bringing hope to you as you navigate challenging and uncertain times. Welcome to the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, Marina. It is great to have you here. Thanks so much, Sherry. It's great to be with you and your listeners today at such a special time of the year. Mm-hmm. Very special time of the year. And you are definitely a Bible girl like me. You love to get into Bible uh, study, but I know that sometimes we have favorite verses and I get every guest to share a verse that either is inspiring them now or maybe a life verse. So what would you like to share today? I'd like to share a verse right from the Christmas story, the words of the angel to Mary after this angel has given incredible promise to her. And that is this, Luke 137, no word from God will ever fail. And Sherry, that reminds me to hold on to all the promises of God and know in my heart that they will never fail and that God will be faithful no matter how I feel and no matter what happens. And I think, you know, going on that theme of hope that when we know God will never fail, it helps us in those hopeless times of our lives where situations are really difficult to trust and to have that hope. Now, again, you're a Bible study uh, theology professor and you love getting into the word. So what is a Bible study tool or tip that you could share with people that would really help them to get into God's word? I think the most important aspect is to study in community. And that might be interesting coming from a professor where the dynamic is usually (laughs) me as an individual teaching. But when I start off my class with inviting all the students to share how God's word impacts them, Sherry, it's incredible the truth and the ability to bring that message home that I hear from my students. So I would say study in community, read God's word together, and take that opportunity to share with one another what God is saying to you through the word and how God has been faithful in your life. Such an important point is that we study in community. And, you know, this season during a pandemic has made growing in community really difficult. But you've uh, just released another book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study, that can really be used to help people come in together in community and, and get into God's word. Maybe if you could just tell the people listening a bit about this book and how it really will help them get into community and to grow together. 
It's so true. And I think one of the cautions that we have when we don't have community is all the wrong voices and influences guiding our lives. And my Mm -hmm. heart is that women would be engaged in scripture and specifically that they would realize these stories of women in the Bible that we have to pull from can inspire us and challenge us and really guide us as we face many of the same challenges. And this is my life. It's what I'm all about. And I was asked so many times, can I gather my notes and give this gift to the church for other women to glean from? So I did. It's an eight-week study. We look at eight different stories of women in the Bible. And I ask lots of questions to help my readers for themselves dig into God's word and to hear how God wants to encourage them and affirm them. And my hope really is that this book can be an influence and a positive voice. And for some women who maybe think it's not acceptable to be very religious and kind of make that a Sunday morning activity, I just encourage them. There are so many women who are on fire for God and have a passion for the Lord. And I believe that when we fill our minds with these godly women of faith, that that will really encourage us in our faith and our courage to be a light to this world. And I think the way that you present these women, it's not like they're stuck in an ancient text. As you write about them, you help us to realize like these girls go through circumstances that are really similar to ours. And sometimes people don't understand that. We They read the Bible and they think of these people, you know, they dress differently than us. And they maybe, you know, we read, if you're reading from the King James Version, it sounds like they talk so completely different than us. But your book helps people to really see those women as relatable to what we go through. That's right. And giving them a voice is so important because sometimes these women um, from the pulpit at church or just lack of knowledge, they live in the shadows of other characters. You know, maybe the story of Hagar lives in the shadow of Abraham's broader narrative. But within their stories, they face trials. They face the world changing suddenly for them. They are faced with a really intense call of God to do something that seems so impossible, but brings about life and salvation to so many. So yes, Sherry, I strongly agree. Their situations are like ours, and that's why they bring us so much hope. And I think it's great that you provide, you know, the workbook, the Bible study book that people can follow along. But you you even did, you know, one step better. And you've created this whole Bible study video series that goes along with the book. Yes, I Ironically, Sherry, I am so nervous to lead a group and here I am doing this book and it's close to publication and I still feel that no one will ever do it because it's so scary to lead a small group. And my sister challenged me. She said, make it easy, especially for millennials who might not want to lead a group. So all your listeners have to do if they want to lead a group is gather women. They'll talk and fill in the time. Don't even worry about that. And when you're about to start, hit play and a free commercial-free seven-minute video can start everyone thinking about the scripture. And from there, it's just question and answer in the book. So I wanted to make it easier for others because I too feel intimidated by leading a Bible study. Well, that's shocking with a girl like you. But you know what? I think it, again, helps us to relate to you that, you know, we all have these fears of stepping out and doing the things that God calls us to do. But I'm so proud of you for continuing to just do that. Right now, we're going to take a short commercial break and come back to hear two miraculous experiences that you had where Christ brought you hope to hopeless situations in your life. 
I am Marina Hoffman from episode 88, and my music pick for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is When Hope Came Down by Carrie Joe. So this is how it was, a silent night like any Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers, connect to your global community, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the My Joy Radio app right now and never be without your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free, easy to use, and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts, an in-app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the My Joy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back here with Bible scholar Dr. Marina Hoffman, and she is just sharing all about her great Bible study of women in the Bible. But Marina, you are a modern day Christian woman that God has brought you hope in some really incredibly difficult situations that would seem hopeless to some. And God has done incredible things. And as we talk about hope today, I want you to share and maybe if you can tell people the story of when you and your husband were in a car accident and the situation absolutely seemed hopeless. Yes, we got in a car wreck on the way home from Sudbury, returning to the GTA, and there was no hope for us to survive. No one knew how we had lived, and God worked out a string of miracles to save our life in that moment. But Sherry, I was left with a brain injury, PTSD, depression, anxiety. It was all connected, and this added on to my physical injuries and the devastation of the change that had occurred in my life was very overwhelming. And God brought hope to me, of course, by delivering me physically and allowing me to live. But there was a moment in time where I was so depressed and I was sitting on the couch, unable to do anything. And I realized in that moment, if I stayed on the couch and never left the house again and lived in all the fear and anxiety that I had, I would slowly die a different sort of death. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I decided to get in the car and get out and face all my fears. And you're your listeners may think this is funny. I was living in a little town called Lagoon City, north of Toronto, and it was a dirt road. So Sherry, I had nothing to fear on this little gravel path, but I got out and you know what? Life was not as bad as I thought. And bit by bit, God helped me overcome my fears, overcome depression. And it really came about by taking the courageous step to move forward in faith. Such an amazing story because this all happened before you started teaching at the Bible College. Yes, I got a job and then this occurred. I had severe amnesia. So my dean was calling me repeatedly saying, when are you coming down to South Florida? I honestly, Sherry, had no idea what he was talking about. Wow. That God took this situation that would have seemed like you would never be able to fulfill that role as a Bible college professor. But today you are actually walking in this calling that God had on your life and, you know, being able to teach people when you actually had gone through a brain injury. That's so incredible. 
That's right. I had so many limitations. I had a major speech impediment. I had to work so hard just to have the courage to get in front of those group of students. And for two weeks, I totally faked it in every way. And I felt terrible. And finally, God convicted me that I had this incredible testimony and I was unwilling to share it or maybe afraid to share it. So I stood up at the very end of class. I gave myself maybe six minutes I couldn't even face them. I was so humiliated by the state of affairs I was in. But at the end of my testimony, those students were all in tears and I was able to bring them so much hope. And Sherry, out of sharing my testimony, which was a work in progress six years ago, God gave me so much hope for the future and healing. And so sometimes we don't need to wait until God has done a work in us, but we can share Mm -hmm. it while we're going through it and we can bring hope to others and in doing so find hope and joy and healing for ourselves. I think that's really important because I know I didn't start writing my first book once everything was fixed in my life or pretty much I wouldn't have even started writing it now. But to bring people in while you're healing, while God is continuing to do the work and share that, I think it helps people to relate to you and to relate their circumstances to how God can bring hope into theirs. Yes. And God so often speaks through story. And we talk about women in the Bible Mm -hmm. and it's absolutely true, but how beautiful that God is also speaking through your story and my story as we willingly share it with others. Yeah. And I know that in the car accident, there was so many, um, so much trauma to your body and it wasn't just a brain injury, but there was a devastating diagnosis or a prediction from the doctors that you would not be able to have children. And I can't imagine in that moment what that would have been like for you. It was horrible. It was so depressing and overwhelming. But a moment later, it was very relieving. I felt a huge burden lifted off me because I realized it was in the realm of impossible. And that's the realm that God works in. So Mm -hmm. I was relieved of all the pressures to be perfect and to somehow have a perfect diet and to make all this happen on my own. I was able in that moment to give it to God entirely. And of course, Sherry, I looked to the Bible for examples again of how did these women face similar situations and find courage. And so what kind of women in the Bible did you find had the similar experiences that you were going through at that time? You won't be surprised when I answer the story of Hannah. She's in a similar situation, struggling, feeling isolated, surrounded by children in her own home. Very painful situation as she faces infertility. And she goes to the temple. She prays. She pours out her heart. It's such a raw and real prayer. And she Mm -hmm. doesn't hold back. She can beg God for a child. And she does. And then it's so beautiful how she trusts God. There's a verse that says, after she prayed, she got up, she went on her way, she ate and drank, and her face was no longer downcast. And that became a vision for what I wanted to be like, to carry the sorrow and to pray constantly, but not to have to wear a downcast face and not be sorrowful all the time, but still find hope and joy, even though I had to trust God for an impossible situation. I think you've really uh, tapped onto something that's really crucial here is that hope isn't that we, you know, once the answer comes, then we say, yeah, well, I've trusted God. No, it's in the middle of it. The way that you shared your testimony to the students while you were in the middle of the healing from your brain injury. But in this situation where the doctor said, you're never going to be able to have a child, you, you committed to God and you continue in hope. 
during the time where it wasn't happening. But then God did the miraculous. Yes, and that's so often when we find hope, isn't it, Sherry? When we're struggling Mm -hmm. and yet we have faith and we anchor ourselves in Christ because storms will come. And you know, the disciples, they faced a storm when Jesus was right in the boat with them. So we can expect the storms and the struggles of life, but how great when we have our anchor in Christ and we have the support of Christian friends that we can walk forward in hope and joy and peace, even in the midst of that storm. Yeah, absolutely. He is with us through everything. When we have, you know, car accidents or not being able to have children, all these situations, experiences other than a car accident that, you know, people in the Bible had. But but facing these hopeless situations with Christ changes them around because it changes something inside of us. And that's what I, I'm hearing as you're talking. And, and I know that as, you know, people get your book, your Bible study, and they, they go through it, that's what they're going to get of how Jesus is with you throughout it. You know, Christmas is all about a baby. And I am so excited that God, you know, blessed you with a wonderful child, a daughter. Yes, her name is Willow Willard, and she's so sweet. And she honestly, Sherry, is a daily reminder to me that God can do the impossible and he can give us joy. It might take a while, but he can give us joy and freedom and hope even when we face the most unhopeful situations. Oh, thank you so much, Marina, for sharing your story with us of how God absolutely does bring hope in hopeless situations. And I want to thank you for being here. Thank you, and God bless you and all your listeners. This year, make your Christmas list. Enjoy all the things, but don't forget to ask God for the gifts He's prepared for you. God has more set aside for your life than you can imagine. He wants you to ask. Don't let the presents from him go unopened and unused because you didn't have the hope to believe. Make sure to ask for the right thing from the right source. God, the giver of all good things, has something special for you, and he'll even give you hope for the holidays to believe it can come true. Maybe one of those gifts is a book or course that will help you regain your trust in him. Right now, until Monday, Todd and I are holding the Stalls Black Friday Book Bonanza Sale. You'll be able to buy Christmas gifts for 25% off regular prices. And then Cyber Monday, I'm offering 50% off on both my online courses and coaching packages. You can find a link to the sales on the show notes. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 88 of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights, links to the sales, information about our guest Marina, and how to get her latest book on soulh2o.com slash 88. I hope you'll take a screen capture while listening on your device and share this episode with friends and family on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Come back next week for week two in the Advent series with author and blogger Leah Gray as we talk about love. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed.
Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.